Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, rich girls. Hey, it's your girl Candice, and I have something super special to share with you guys. Throughout the podcast, I heavily discuss how important it is to pray, manifest, and speak the things you want into existence. With that being said, on Thanksgiving weekend, 2021, I will be releasing the Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. The first step in creating wealth is to believe that you're worthy of it. The second step is to purchase these Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. These cards will help you unlock the potential for wealth. I am living proof that these cards work, and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. These cards aren't just a wonderful thing to gift yourself. They're also a perfect gift for that rich girl in your life who might just need an extra nudge in the right direction. I cannot wait for you guys to get these money mindset affirmation cards in your hands and continue the journey to being a rich girl. Toodles. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and as always, I will be your host today. We're going to get into it today. Okay, so happy Money Making Monday. Let's kick off this episode like we kick off many of our episodes. Me sending you good vibes. I hope you guys are feeling ready to attack the week. Mondays, I love to look at Mondays like a fresh start, right? Which is part of the reason why my episodes air on Mondays, because it's the start of a week. It's a great time to just really get in some motivating, some inspiring words, and just some things to keep you on the right track financially, right? As I've mentioned, this season is really going to get into some deeper topics as it relates to financial freedom. For those of you who are new here, I am a financial wellness coach specializing in fixing credit, budgeting, and financial planning, right? And so from that was birthed This podcast was birthed, right? Let me step back (laughs) from that. This podcast was birthed and it's been one of the most exciting and challenging things I've ever done, right? I want to always, always provide you guys with some sort of gems. I want you to always leave my episode feeling like you've gained some sort of knowledge, right? And sometimes really, I'm just telling you about yourself because I've had to tell myself about myself several times. So now it's time for me to share those gems with you all because I firmly believe in each one, teach one, right? If I've learned something and there is someone I can impart that knowledge on, I'm absolutely going to do so. And that's why this podcast is here. So Let's get into it. I've been mentioning, you know, on my Instagram at your credit queen a lot about how we're going to dig deep into these deeper topics as it relates to financial freedom. And today I want to talk to you guys about discipline. 
I've talked about discipline before on the podcast and I'll probably talk about it again, but it is literally the key to everything you want out of life. Everything we want out of life is on the other side of discipline. It just is, right? If you really sit back and think about it, discipline is the root cause of all success. If you are disciplined in one area, you can apply those methods of discipline to any other area in your life. This is why it is so important and so key for us to be committed to challenging ourselves. Right? So when I say be committed to challenging ourselves, this covers a plethora of topics. Okay, this goes from our fitness to our finances, to our emotional health, to our spirituality, right? I like to live my life and I've shared these four pillars with you guys before. I will go in depth into the four pillars in another episode, but my four pillars and my four buckets that must always be full are spirituality, emotional Emotional health, right? I guess you could say physical health, right? And finances in that order. So, God is first, God is number one. Prayer is my number one weapon against anything that I'm challenged with in life. That's number one. Number two is being emotionally just what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like stable, right? But like emotionally fit, right? That's perfect, actually. So emotionally fit, where I am controlling my emotions throughout the day, and I'm not allowing my emotions to overcome me in a way that impacts my productivity, right? Because my productivity as a part-time entrepreneur is my money. And you already know how we feel about that. Physical fitness, listen, I'm not the slimmest joint. I'm a thicky thickums. However, Okay, I love to work out. It is a huge stress reliever. It helps me manage my stress. It is a huge mood booster. Like if you are a workout in the morning person, then you already know. After that workout, you're ready to attack the day. And then believe it or not, after that comes finances, because if all of those buckets aren't full, I can't show up like I need to show up to get the bag. Right. So. Like I said, I'll go into these four buckets, where these four buckets even came from, why I made up these four buckets, why it's these four things, right? I'll get into that in another episode, but this episode is about discipline. This episode is about your discipline. This episode is about my discipline. This episode is just about discipline. And the reason it's so important to be disciplined in all areas of our lives. So earlier I said, Stay committed to challenging yourself. I really want you to write that down. And I want you to think about what it means to stay committed to challenging yourself. I don't just mean joining me on my challenges when I throw challenges out there regarding your money and your finances. I don't just mean, you know, joining some sort of, you know, workout challenge, right? Working out for 30 days straight or whatever, whatever the case might be. 
I mean, staying committed to challenging yourself in all areas of life and all of the time, because that builds discipline. If you can challenge yourself to remove something, and I'm going to give you guys a very, very tough example for me. But if you can challenge yourself to remove something or change something about the way you move throughout your day, then you are disciplined and you can apply those same methods to anything else. The thing that that really uh, that really kills me sometimes when I'm speaking to a client is when they're like this super fit person. Right. And and I don't know that people are fit by looking at them. I mean, the people that I speak to who share these things about themselves, right? They're like, yeah, I'm in the gym four or five times a week. Like I'll never bend on my, on my fitness, right? So I'm not gonna um, leave the gym, right? So I'm always gonna have that expense because we are talking about their expenses. We are trying to get them on the right track, right? They're like, yeah, I'm never gonna bend on that, but like I'll tighten up somewhere else. But anything fitness wise, I'm not bending on that. Cool. I get it because I have my things as well that I'm never going to bend on. However, what kills me is people that are so disciplined in one area and then they can't apply those methods to another area. So every time somebody who has shared with me that they are, you know, very fit, they stay in the gym, they're not bending on any of their fitness costs. It makes me giggle because They shouldn't even be on the phone with me, to be honest. If you can get that discipline to get fit, lose weight, work out every day or every other day or eat right, you can apply those same methods to your finances. You really, really can. So listen, I just want to be clear. I'm not about to talk about getting fit because that's not my lane. (laughs) I'm not a trainer. I'm not a professional. I know nothing about getting fit except that the keto diet works really well for me. And at the moment I'm struggling, but it works. Right. And I just need to get back to that. And I love a good spin session. Right. So that's as far as it goes for me. Of course, I lift. Of course, I jump rope. Of course, I walk, jog, etc. But that's not my lane. So we're going to get into my lane right now. Okay. A few months ago, I decided that I was going to, or a couple months ago, I decided that I was going to give up caffeine. One day I just woke up and said, I'm going to give up caffeine, right? Like, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what inspired it. Right. Like there was literally no reason for me to stop drinking coffee, except that I thought I couldn't. Right. So I'm going to take you back real quick. Y'all know that I'm Puerto Rican. Y'all know that I lived with my grandma till I was three. And my grandma was an avid coffee drinker. Okay, every day, a couple times a day. I want to say she would have a cup in the morning and in the evening and probably sometimes in the afternoon. And as a Puerto Rican kid living with your grandma, if anyone can relate to this, that meant that I drank coffee too. In fact, one of my favorite breakfasts till this day is actually a nice cup of coffee with a little bit of milk, almond milk. So some things have changed because my grandma definitely drank whole milk. You already know, old school. But a cup of coffee with a little bit of almond milk and either some crackers from the green can. If you know the green can, the green can crackers, you are my tribe. You are my people. 
Okay, period. But I would have some crackers or some toast with butter and I would have that with coffee in the morning with my grandma. It was our time, right? I can't remember our conversations and exactly what we would talk about, but we would sit at the table, her and I, and we would just have our coffee in the morning. So when I got older, let's say college days, like I wasn't into coffee, right? Like there was a certain point in time where I didn't really drink it because at my mom's house, my mom didn't drink coffee. She drank tea. So I didn't drink coffee through high school and probably not even through college, but I would have energy drinks, right? So I used to love monster drinks in the black can. I no longer drink energy drinks. They make me jittery. But in college, when you partied all night and had an early morning class or early morning shift at work, the monsters worked, right? And think about it, like I used to eat awful. So I would get to work and drink a monster drink with some sour Skittles. Like that was my go-to snack. It was terrible, but it got me through the days, right? So here we are back at caffeine, maybe not coffee, but we were drinking caffeine, right? And then probably about seven years ago now, probably like, let me see. Hmm. Yeah, maybe like six or seven years ago now. I picked the coffee habit back up. I started going to Dunkin' Donuts. I started going to Starbucks. And it was such a regular thing for me that I started to put coffee in my budget, right? I started to say like, oh, this is something like if I buy a $5 coffee every day, like that's $25 a week, right? Like that's $100 a month. Like this needs to go in my budget. And eventually I got a Keurig and I would buy K-cups and all of that. And that's my current situation, right? Like I have a Keurig. I use K-cups, I make coffee at home, I make very fancy coffee at home, right? I go steal all those Starbucks copycat recipes and, and make them at home, right? So now I started to notice that I depended on my cup of coffee, right? And a lot of people do. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment. But as I continue to stay committed to challenging myself, I realized that I truly needed to see if I could step away from the coffee, right? From the caffeine, not just the coffee, because you could always have decaf, right? But just caffeine. I needed to see if I could step away. And I want you guys to understand that no matter how small that challenge is, right? People are like, oh, so what? You gave up coffee, so what? It is a challenge to me and it is testing my discipline, Because if I say I'm not going to drink coffee for a week and I wake up one morning really tired, what happens? Nine out of 10 times, I'm probably going to go try to make that cup of coffee. And that's where in my book, right, like I'm not a perfect patty by any means, but in my book, if I set a goal and I go back on that goal, right, I failed, right? And I don't want to fail. I mean, I like to fail in, you know, in bigger terms, right? Like go for that promotion or you know, drop that business idea, whatever the case might be. But when it's these small, intimate challenges to myself, I don't want to fail because I have something to prove to myself, right? And this is where I want to really, really go deep into discipline because if you can't control something small in your life and be disciplined about something as small as coffee intake, (laughs) then nine out of 10, you're not going to be able to accomplish the big goals. 
drops mic, exit stage left. No, but seriously, if you are someone who cannot stick to one small goal, what makes you think that you can accomplish the big ones? And yeah, I'm here to tell you about yourself because it was really difficult for me to give up coffee. And as I thought about it, I said, Candace, you have lost 60 pounds. You have saved X amount of money. You have boosted your credit score to this point. You have, you know, to almost 800 from five something, right? You have accomplished all of these different things and you became disciplined to accomplish all of these different things, right? Big goals, but you can't stick to something small. And the reason is my mindset was different when I was accomplishing those goals, right? I wasn't taking any bullshit from myself. I wasn't allowing myself to make excuses to not do what needed to be done. But this time, when I decided to give up caffeine, I felt like everything was all over the place. I was like, my business, you know, there's some things that are just falling through the cracks, you know, even with my finances, right? Like some things came up and I was like, woo, woo, oh my gosh, right? And my weight, right? I had gained weight. I mean, it was just so much that was going on. And, and we all know how it goes, right? As women, we all know how it goes. Like sometimes life just happens and it starts to run you instead of you running it. And you just get in this space where it's like, oh, I'll get to that when I get to it. But I was sick of it. I was like, nah, Candace, like you have too much going on. You have too many people to show up for you being number one, <laughs> period. OK, there is too much on the table for you not to get back to the habits that got you where you were to start off with. So listen, though. The beauty of giving up coffee for a week was this. I slept a hundred times better. I got up the next morning and worked out. I hadn't worked out in a while and let alone worked out for five to six days straight. I worked out the entire week, every day. I either did a spin session, push-ups, planks, ab workouts, et cetera, et cetera. I literally turned so much around like I turned a leaf around when I stopped drinking coffee so the reason I'm sharing this story with you guys is because when we're thinking about where the discipline comes from to accomplish our financial goals and to accomplish our just goals in life we have to start small so the same way people tell you oh when you start off working out don't go to the gym five times a week. Like that's never going to work. Go once, go twice, right? Set two days that you're going to go to the gym and work out. When I first started working out, in order to incorporate working out into my life, let me tell y'all, I just started to pack a bag at night and just wake up at the time that I would go to the gym. I wouldn't even go. This is how small I started when I started to get fit. Wouldn't even go to the gym. I would just prep myself and wake up at five o'clock because that would be the time that I would need to go to the gym in order to be at work on time. And I did that for a week. The next week, I packed my bag every night. I woke up at five and I went to the gym once. 
The next week, I packed my bags every night, got up at five every morning, and I went into the gym two days that week until I worked my way up to five to six times a week in the gym, okay? These are the same exact methods that we need to apply to our finances. So often I hear people say, oh, I want to save $10,000 this year, which is absolutely doable, by the way. But it's not the easiest task for someone who has never saved $1,000 in a year, right? I don't care how much money you make. It takes discipline to save, to invest, to sacrifice now for the greater good later. Okay, so back to the coffee. So I start feeling a hundred times better. I'm sleeping better. I'm working out. My week is phenomenal. And what I am noticing is that I actually had more energy during the time that I was, that I gave up caffeine than any other day when I would have my one to two cups a day because, oh yeah, I started to have two cups a day. I started to become dependent on it. So I would have my cup in the morning and then around three o'clock, I would go make me another cup of coffee. Ridiculous. First of all, I love my teeth. Okay. They, they're really white and <laughs> I really, really love my teeth. And, you know, the dentist would say to me like, Hey, Candace, you know, it, you're getting some stains. It is the coffee, right? Like if you want to let up or drink it through a straw, et cetera, et cetera. For any coffee drinkers out there, you know, it's nothing like just putting that cup to your mouth and just taking a sip, that first sip in the morning. Y'all know it's nothing like it. Okay. So noticing that that was happening, that was also part of it, but I also just became dependent on it. And sometimes we become dependent on our bullshit habits. We become dependent on how we used to move. We become dependent on the habits that have not help us, helped us achieve what we want to achieve. And there in that space is where we realize, right? Hopefully, right? We realize that something needs to change. Any of you who are listening that have booked a consultation with me, you decided that something needed to change. Anybody who is listening, who listens to the podcast every week, you decided that something had to change. Even if it was just a few tips that you picked up from the podcast to help you with your finances. But we become so dependent on old habits because one, a lot of time we don't know better, right? And two, very oftentimes we feel like, you know, well, this is working, right? But sometimes that little voice is like, you got to do something different. You got to do something different. That's where my entire challenge came from, right? That's where, that's where it came from. Like, listen, in order to get back discipline in all areas of life, you need to challenge yourself for one week. You need to remove something that you feel dependent on, or you need to remove something that will feel like a sacrifice to you, right? Don't wait until Lent. I grew up in Catholic school. Y'all know that. Don't wait until Lent, you know, 
Don't wait for none of that. Create challenges every week, every month, right? Rich girls love challenges. Let me tell you something, because one thing is for sure, two things for certain. Whenever somebody throws out a challenge on social media, we eat it up, right? 30 days of journaling, 30 days of budgeting, 30 days of saving, 30 days of fitness. We love that, right? But we so often wait for other people to throw these challenges out there when we can do it ourselves, right? Challenge yourself to one week without spending any money outside. A lot of people are still working from home, right? And I know the days get long. I get it. And at the end of the night, it's just so much easier to just order dinner and have dinner delivered. I get it. But if you are truly trying to change your life and you are truly trying to change the way you live and the quality of your life, you have to be committed to constantly challenging yourself in all areas. Okay, when you get emotional and you feel like those emotions are taking over, you need to learn coping methods. You need to learn how to navigate through those emotions in a healthy way. And as you know, many people will say, right, like the quicker you let it go, the quicker you'll feel better, right? But this is all areas of our life. I'm telling you guys, it takes so much to be financially free. We have to be mentally healthy. We have to be you know, we have to be active in some way, shape or form. Health is wealth. You guys hear it all of the time, right? Your mental space has to be in a good space. Because for me, let me tell y'all, I'm an emotional eater. So when I get really, really strict with my budget and I'm like, yeah, you're not eating out all week. That's one of my stressors, right? If I'm having a long day and I'm like, yo, I'm not about to log off till like six. Then it's like, it's going to take me an hour, two hours to make dinner. I'm just going to order, right? But on weeks that I've decided that I'm not ordering out, I have to challenge myself, right? To say, you know what? There is something in the fridge that you can whip up in 30 minutes. Stop playing with your bag. Point blank, period. So When I say it's really the little challenges that build up your discipline, I mean it. Just last night, I even said the words out loud to my boyfriend. I said, yo, (laughs) I had a long day. We need to order. And he said to me, he who is a little more frugal than I am, (laughs) he says to me, nah, there's stuff in the fridge. We could figure something out. I said, "Mm, I don't I just don't think I feel like figuring something out. I just don't. I just don't feel like it. So I look in the fridge and I see that there's some shrimp and I'm like, that's really quick, right? That's a really quick thing to whip up. And y'all, I made the most incredible shrimp quesadillas that you will ever taste in your life. Looked up a, actually, I ain't even look up a recipe for these. I actually just winged it. Season the shrimp real good, put the little tortilla in a pan, got it nice and crispy, threw some shrimp in there, some cheese, did like a little um, sour cream and pico like they do at the restaurant, some pico de gallo. It was delicious with a salad. Not only was it delicious, I used low carb wraps. So it was aligning with my physical fitness goals as well, which is part of the reason that I'm telling myself I can't eat out. 
because outside food is always going to have more calories, more sugar, more oil, more fats than anything that you'll ever cook in your house, right? So with that, being able to stay disciplined with that means I'm able to be disciplined with my finances, right? Controlling my emotions means I'm able to be disciplined with my finances. Y'all seeing a theme here? Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? It takes discipline in all areas of our lives for us to be successful in all areas of our lives, right? I'm gonna do a whole episode on being consistent as well because discipline is cute. But if you can't be consistent with the discipline, that's also an area of opportunity for you, right? Now, I by, by no means do I want to sit up here and act like I'm perfect, Patty, because I'm not. In fact, because I'm not a perfect, Patty, that's the reason I even came up with the caffeine challenge, because I said, listen, things are getting a little all over the place for me, right? My weight ain't where I want it to be. You know, I'm eating out more than I would like to. I'm drinking a lot of coffee, right? And as a Pisces and as a woman, sometimes it just gets like that for me, right? I don't know if anybody can relate, but it just gets like that for me. It feels like everything is just, it's just too much going on and I ain't got time. So I start to chisel away at it very lightly by setting these challenges for me. So some of the challenges I set are obviously giving up caffeine, right? There is saving a certain amount of money during the week, right? I'm going to share these on my Instagram as well, probably as Instagram posts or when I go live or whatever have you. But some challenges I have set for myself are not to eat out, right, for an entire week. Because here's the thing about discipline. When you get to the end of that week of the challenge, you realize that you didn't need whatever it is you sacrificed. You realize you didn't need it. You ended up cooking every night. Look at you. It's meals on the table anyway, even though you didn't order DoorDash. Look at you. There's $200 in your savings account, even though you really wanted that T-shirt from Old Navy. True story, sidebar, there was a T-shirt at Old Navy. Let me just be clear. I love Mariah Carey and they had some sort of sale, right, with this Mariah Carey T-shirt. And on a normal day, I would get it. No problem. It was $20. Nothing, right? $20. I spent $20 on, you know, a cup of coffee in a, in a Danish in the morning, right? It was nothing. It was the discipline that held me back from purchasing the, the shirt. It was the discipline in me that held me back from spending unnecessary money. It was the discipline in me that helped me refrain from making an impulse purchase because I had a particular goal in mind. And that did not include just buying a random T-shirt while I was out and about. Now, while I was in the store, don't ask, okay? (laughs) While I was even in the store, don't ask. But I went in there because there was this huge sale and I was like, well, let me see if I could get these pajamas that I really, really wanted. And I was going to get them if they were there, if they had my size and if they were 50% off. There was no plans to get a Mariah Carey T-shirt. Do you see where the little challenges come in? Are y'all picking up on that? (laughs) It's the little challenges that you put in front of yourself every day. So no spending money on outside food for a week. No coffee for a week. No, you know, what is it? Save, you know, $100 this week, right? Don't put any heat to your hair for a month, 
right? Make sure you do whatever you can to maintain your curls or, you know, the blowout you already have or get a protective style, whatever that might be, right? Another challenge is keeping your space clutter free, right? Not allowing your, your space to get cluttered because for me, maybe not for you, right? I know a lot of artsy chicks that, you know, they can, they can operate in chaos, right? I cannot, right? Like I need my space very tidy. I need everything where it's supposed to be for me to feel good and be good in a mental space, right? So, oh, here's another one. Fold in the laundry as soon as it come out the dryer. (laughs) I want to throw this microphone across the room because guess what? That is one of the biggest challenges I've ever, ever had to do or ever tried. Because I am not a fold the laundry out of the dryer type of person. I will wash everything in the house. Literally everything. I will throw the dining room table in the washing machine before I feel like folding clothes. But I have challenged myself, right? For a month, I wash clothes once a week. For a month, I said, yo, I'm definitely about to fold clothes every time they come out the dryer. And baby, what that did for my mental health, (laughs) believe it or not, it made me feel so good about myself. And that's what discipline does. It makes you feel good about yourself because you have proven to yourself, no one else. You don't even have to share these challenges with anybody, right? People love to run the social media and say, I'm not going to eat bread for a week. That's cool too. Share it with your peoples, have accountability partners, but you don't even got to tell nobody about these challenges. You could legitimately put yourself on these challenges personally, intimately journal about it every night. That's another challenge. Journal every night, right? Journal about it every night and see how you're feeling about yourself. I promise you, if you decide right now after this episode to say, I am going to put myself on a one week challenge, whatever that challenge might be. I promise you at the end of the week, you will feel so great about yourself because you have proven to yourself to no one else. You have proven to yourself and God. I share all my challenges with God. You already know, but you have proven to yourself and God that you can say something and be about that action, boss. You can say something and be about it so much that you can achieve Whatever the goal is that you set out to achieve. But you got to start small. So as we begin to relate this to finance, right? People set these large goals for themselves. I'm going to buy a house in three months. I'm going to pay my car off in six months. When in actuality, like the funds aren't even coming in for that type of action. Nothing wrong with that. This was me. This was me. I would say all of the time, like, yo, I'm going to save $10,000 this year. Not realizing that with my income and what was going on in my life at that time, that was literally impossible. (laughs) Literally, maybe five, maybe even 2,500, but 10, it just wasn't the vibes. It just wasn't going to happen. And not because I didn't want it to happen, not because I wasn't willing to put in extra work, get a side hustle, whatever, just because my life wasn't structured that way at that time. And I had to be extremely realistic with myself and extremely realistic about my goals and knock that down to 5,000 for the year. But I saved that 5,000. I didn't touch that 5,000. It stayed in my bank, in my savings account. It grew, right? Interest accrued, right? Like, 
It ended up being more than five grand at the end of the day. But it's all about being realistic and it's all about being disciplined. So sometimes we want so badly to be disciplined that we set unrealistic goals. And one of the worst things to do is set an unrealistic goal. And when you don't meet it, be disappointed in yourself because you're not being realistic about the goals. So while something wasn't going to happen just based off of circumstances, you have set this goal in front of yourself and you said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish this. And guess what? It doesn't happen. You're disappointed and you feel like you can't accomplish any goals. This is why it's so important to set realistic goals. This is why it's so important to set goals that are tangible, right? I know you guys have heard about SMART goals, right? Uh, measurable, attainable, right? Um, realistic or whatever the case might be. Um, I can't remember the exact acronym at the moment, but look up SMART goals, right? There should be a time frame on them, right? So at the end of the day, if you are not setting SMART goals and you are just throwing goals out there and you're not planning goals and you're not doing what it, you're not preparing and doing what it takes to actually achieve those goals, It's not going to happen, unfortunately, not every time. Sometimes you may still reach that goal, right? Because who knows, right? Like God is a a miracle worker. If you set a goal for $10,000 to save in a year and somebody cuts you a check for 10 grand, boom, there it is, right? But that wasn't discipline. That wasn't you challenging yourself. And that wasn't you putting in the work. That was somebody cutting you a check. So oftentimes people confuse success with discipline. No, something really, really good just happened in your life. And so that caused you to achieve a goal, but you're still not disciplined. (laughs) You're still not disciplined, right? There's a meme out there that says something like, no one tells you how important discipline is, or no one talks about how important discipline is, but it's literally the root cause of all success, of all successful things and all successful people. You're not going to meet one millionaire or one billionaire who isn't extremely disciplined, period. Okay. So with all of that being said, right, I don't want you to just challenge yourself this week with just any old thing, right? I want you to really think about it. And maybe the challenge isn't this week. Maybe you need a couple days to think about it, which is great. Right? Think about something you want to challenge yourself with. Think about something that you should sacrifice because either you've become dependent on it or your old habits just aren't working anymore. And challenge yourself to sacrifice for one week. Give me one week. Okay? I don't need a month. I don't need three weeks. I don't need a year. Give me one week of pure discipline. And it doesn't even have to do with money. I know all I talk about is money, right? This is the Money Mindset Queen podcast. But when it comes down to it, your discipline is your money. Period. Discipline is self-love in the highest form because you are sacrificing immediate pleasure for the greater good of the future. Okay, so let's be very clear. Rich girls are disciplined. Wealthy people are disciplined and we are rich girls and we are wealthy. Therefore, we are disciplined. I want to hear about your challenges. So find me on Instagram, DM me, email me, 
Text me if you got my number. Find me. Send me a message. And please let me know how this one week challenge went for you. Share your wins, share your areas of opportunity, whatever it is, however it worked out. I want to hear about it because this is going to be the journey and the start of you being disciplined in all areas of life. Okay. And that is so, so super important. We'll probably cover more on discipline throughout this season, but I just wanted to make sure I shared my example with you guys and how powerful these small one week, two week, 30 day challenges can be as it relates to everything else in your life, your finances, your love life, your career, your business, et cetera, et cetera. So with that being said, we are going to wrap for today. Uh, Rich girls, it was such a pleasure pulling up with you on this money making Monday. And I pray that you have an amazing week. I pray that you accomplish all of your goals. And I pray that you guys continue on the path to financial freedom, to emotional, uh, to being emotionally fit, to being active and to making sure you're staying close to God and that you're staying prayed up and that you're manifesting everything you deserve and that you are going after everything that you deserve in this life. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And I look forward to seeing you back here next Monday. Toodles, rich girls. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.